Fox 30 Action News Jacks this morning, the area's fastest growing morning news, because we cover stories that impact your family and your community. Morning news that won't waste your time. Fox 30 Action News Jacks this morning, weekdays starting at 4.30. Welcome back to Babecast, guys. What's up? My name is Megan. Thank you for tuning in. I've had a very weird week. I know it's been a short one because of Labor Day, but it's been very weird. Yesterday was kind of like the weirdest day ever. I walked into Walgreens just to buy tampons. TMI. Don't really care, though. It's nature. You get it. And this woman, this crazy woman, just literally threw a cigarette butt at me and like at me on purpose. I don't really know why. It was very random. And that was just the beginning of my weird day. Then I went to the gym. When I got home from the gym... I found a note in my door, and this note was from my neighbor, who is also kind of a crazy person, and basically the note said that she's tired of getting our mail delivered to her house because the mail people keep messing it up, and then she's going to start charging us for delivery. So my boyfriend had ordered a package, and she kept it and was expecting us to give her a dollar in order to get it back. Obviously, that's not the way things went. Very weird. And once I confronted her and was not very happy about it, she was just like, oh, well, I'm broke. I just thought I would try. Her whole tune changed. And um, you better believe I'm keeping that note because that is very illegal. So needless to say, I'm excited. It's Friday, ready to just not deal with any of the weirdness that's been happening this week. I am very excited for you guys to hear this episode. She actually emailed me, reached out, said she'd love to come on. She loves the podcast, which I always appreciate, you guys. If you know someone and you want to nominate somebody or if you even want to come on yourself to promote your business or yourself or talk about whatever, I know I say this every single episode, but it's true. I really would love to hear from you. Just email me, Megan, M-E-G-H-A-N, at W-A-P-E.com. So please welcome to Babecast. She's in real estate. She's a chief growth officer. Sounds very fancy, right? Her name is Laura. Okay, well, welcome to Babecast. Um, I was under the impression that you were a realtor, but it turns out you're way more than that. I am actually a realtor as well, but okay. I no longer work out in the field. I'm okay. um, a chief growth officer for Exit Real Estate Gallery, which is a fantastic brokerage. Sounds here. fancy. <laughs> it, it really is. You know, we're just really local. We're yeah. the, of the people in the community and working locally. Um, our brokers are amazing and they're here in the area as awesome. well. That's exciting. Yeah. Okay, we're going to yeah. talk all about that, but first I want to get to know you. Um, are you from Jacksonville? I'm not. I'm actually born in Jersey, huge Italian family. Ah, okay. Yeah, so there was always 50 people around at any given time. Lots and of lots good of, food. Lots of food, lots <laughs> of conversation. Just like this, this okay. was happening all the time. In fact, if I didn't have a flat tire this morning, I would have brought you food just to make sure you Aww. ate. But ended up relocating because my parents, they just got, everybody got tired of digging themselves out of snow. Yeah. And so we moved to Tampa when I was a little girl. Okay. And when one family member moves, they all move. So uh-huh, I was talking gotcha. about like the, this, this process of you have your godmother, you have your Noni, your poppy, your parents, your brother, everybody moved like a pilgrimage. I to love Tampa. that. That's yeah. great. Then you guys are all close to each other. Very close. I talk to talk to my parents almost every single day. Are they here? No. Okay. They're, they're in they, Tampa still? No, they actually lived in Tampa for a long time. And when I graduated, the year I graduated, 
They high moved school? up to the Smoky Mountains. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Yeah. That's so funny. When I graduated high school, my parents left too. It was like literally like the summer that I was done with high school. They were like, see ya, we're moving to North Carolina. I'm exactly. like, cool. I <laughs> guess, guess I'm just well, going to stay here. we used to vacation here. there a lot. And it just, you know, they really liked it. It was relaxing. I think in part, my mom was just... Um, you know, she was always around the Italian side of the family. And so mm-hmm. it was kind of a nice break, I think. Um, yeah. And I wasn't there anymore. And I do have a younger brother, but he, you know, he went with them. And okay. I married um, a man who ended up joining the military. So I was 18. Oh, so that's what brought you here. Ultimately. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. 18 years. Um, so I, you know, moved right out of the house. You got 18. married when you were 18, you said? Yeah. Oh, wow. I met him when I was 16 in another state. Whoa, that's and, crazy. Yeah, we dated long distance for about a year and a half of the time. And he joined the Navy, just following the footsteps of his family, which was a beautiful thing. And we went to Memphis, Tennessee, which had a duty station for A school. It's called A school. Okay. And there was a training center, unaccompanied, meaning they didn't pay for the spouses to go. So we're literally back then, 1995 or so, um, maybe 700 bucks a month to live on. Wow. 700 bucks living in old um, officer housing off base. I mean, it was like newspapers. It's insulation in the walls. You Whoa. put cans in the sinks just to keep the roaches from coming out. It was just crazy lifestyle. Oh, that my was gosh. college for a lot of us that ended up not going to college. That was our college experience. Was wow. Just being in Millington, Tennessee, outside of Memphis. Okay, so you never went to school then? I never went to college, which a lot of it's a little bit of a misconception because people assume that I had because I've been in the real estate industry for 21 years. But you years. don't have to go to college to be in real estate, right? You, you have to just like go to the, the schooling for that you specifically. Do. You do. There's educational requirements to right. do that. But you and have to like pass a test or whatever it is. Pass okay. the exam. And one of the smartest things I ever did, which I am always telling young girls, telling my daughter, is the greatest thing, nobody can take away your education. Right. And so the smartest thing I ever did was recognize, okay, career path, um, college isn't a path for me, but I'm going to make sure I have a skill. And yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. And so that's s- great because then now you don't have all the debt that I have currently. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so it was one of the smartest things I ever did was when I got to Norfolk, Virginia, which they call it Norfolk, Virginia. Okay. Yeah, over in Hampton Roads was um, I went to look for my first job in, in real estate. I door knocked with this, you know, some resemblance of a resume. I had like no work experience. Mm-hmm. Door knocked and found a brokerage that needed a receptionist. Oh, okay. So that yeah. was your in. That was my in. That's awesome. And it was the coolest brokerage. They had everything. They had property management. I was doing all sorts of crazy things. Oh, so that's where you got all your experience from too. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. And so then got my license, but. And then you came back to Jacksonville, obviously, because you're still here. Yeah. It was a military transfer. Right. Okay. So when I got divorced, I stayed here in the area, no family, but I had gone 18 years with that person deployed constantly and always on my own. I never Um, had family around me from age 18 to now. Okay, so how old are your kids again? 17, and my son turns 15 in a few days. So they're both still at home. They are. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, I have them half the time, and um, they are the coolest kids I got. He is an ROTC, third-year tenor saxophone, really studious, honors classes, glasses, really cool What are their names? Uh, Hank and Katie, which is my cat. Aw, yeah. love it. Yeah. And she's 17, so she, is she a senior? 
She's a senior. She didn't graduate yet, or she's this is she her senior will. This going is her into senior year. Okay. Yeah, and she's like um, fourth year of TV production, so she does the meteorology reports. On Very the cool. Yeah, is yeah, that what she wants to do? Yeah, she's been actually messaging me this morning with the storm tracks. So, like, I'm seeing all the models. I have no idea what I'm looking at. Right. How like, cute okay, is that? it might be coming our way. I don't know what. You'll have to describe this to me after school. I don't she know. She has to talk to Arielle Nixon, our meteorologist here. Yeah, she, she really she really should. Yeah, she's great. That's awesome. It's so fun. It's That's really so cute. Fun. And such a unique thing, I feel like, for someone to be into at such a young age, I feel like. You know, sometimes we find our passion early. Yeah. And Or we stick to something. I think back when I was high school, in high school, I'm trying to reflect back on, you know, where my kids are and they have this path and they know what their path was. And, you know, I think when I got into 10th grade, that would have been my sophomore year, mm-hmm. I got involved in Future Business Leaders of America, FBLA. Okay. It was a super fun way. We spent all of our time in called A-Hall. A-Hall was the business hall for all of the business kids that we took all the classes, accounting. But it was a club, an organization, and um, was doing speech and debate. I yeah. was oratorical contests. I was just doing all of these really neat things. And I think, gosh, that translates so much into what I do now. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Talking in front of people and doing things. Yeah. So um, I think it's kind of cool when kids Definitely. come into that and they grow. But I think it's important as a parent, like letting them organically explore things. Right. My kids wouldn't be doing what they were doing if I was like pushing them in certain directions. Right. But just kind of sitting back and seeing where their interests Mm-hmm. and giving them the opportunities, the resources to explore that, the space to explore things they were interested in. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And they're so young, so it's like there's still so many times they could change their mind or whatever. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I know, because in college, like, I, you know, I hear a lot of people start out doing one thing. Totally. And they change what they change their major, right? Right, because the classes kind of narrow th- down things that you're like, oh, I thought this was something different than it was, yeah. you know, kind yeah. of that situation. Or maybe you realize like, oh, math is really not my thing. So I'm going to go in a different direction. Go totally different direction. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. So when you emailed me, you said that you were, had some thoughts in The Bachelor. So are, do you, are you watching The Bachelor or did you watch The Bachelorette? I watched, I watched The Bachelorette actually this okay, last back season. Okay, season. And I'm not too familiar with all of the names of the characters, but her story really resonated. I think with a lot of women, just yeah. the thought of you think something is going to happen one way and, and then it's just the rug snatched out I know. from under you. I really did love her. She was so cute Just too. really rooting for her. Yeah, totally. She, she had this authenticity about her mm-hmm. and she does and she does still like I follow her on Instagram and she just seems so normal like she yeah. kind of seems like the most normal I mean I didn't I have only recently started watching the series like within the past three years probably so I don't know a ton about the past yeah. but I just really liked her a lot yeah she just ha- she has that um warm spirit and she's fun and she's vibrant yeah and beautiful and she's funny and- yeah that's that's I think we don't we meet so many women in that situation and 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 struggle in our, our singleness to right. own it and totally you know I'm much older than she is and so being out there and searching for love or letting love or come to you mm-hmm. and and thinking that she's found it and then hasn't it, yeah and then she didn't right um, I think that took a tremendous amount of strength to make a go at it one more time especially in uh, such a public forum totally do you did you follow it all to see Colton because he's the next bachelor do you know who he is I just saw that okay (laughs) but I feel like I need a refresher well I am watching paradise so I'm more familiar with his storyline because him and um, Tia did like a whole thing but 
there's a lot of different thoughts because he's a virgin. So there's like that whole thing. The first virgin ever to be the bachelor. I, I think that's a beautiful thing. I was until I got married. And I think, you know, that 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 in itself is 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 quite a thing. And I think she honored that situation yeah, she really was well. So, she was very nice about it. it. Was I don't think that was the thing that like broke her from him. I think no, there's other things. I think things. it was just other things and just yeah. not feeling the attraction. Bachelor yeah. in Paradise, I... I hardly ever watch TV. Oh, okay. I just got cable this past year, but it's because of the hurricane seasons. And I sure. really wanted my daughter wanting to track everything and watch things on air. Um, but I did skip skip through okay. and saw like the promo for The Bachelor in Paradise. I just couldn't get behind it. It was so such it a is, cheesy. It's very cheesy. It's oh, very wow. like dragged out too. I don't know why. It's like one of those things, you know, when you start watching something and you're like, why am I still watching this? But then you can't not watch it. That's kind of how I feel like I'm like I'm already invested I've already watched so much of this I have to just follow it out and see what the hell happens even though I could just end up reading about it but whatever (laughs) it's 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 entertaining. It's stupid. It's probably a lot of fake, but whatever. Exactly. That's the point where I click it off and I go get a book. Yeah, and right. And I read a book instead. Right. Because I just, I cannot watch, you know, um, it's kind of like scrolling through social media and you're like, why am I still doing this 20 minutes later? Yeah, exactly. Which, have you ever taken your apps off of your phone? No. It's really empowering. Yeah, I bet. But I am just, I don't have that <laughs> type of motivation. <laughs> I, I did it for a month and I, I have it back on there now, but I am followed a bunch of people i like just kind of get rid of the negative energy yeah definitely i Mm -hmm. I don't have you know i think um when we talk about women that are doing amazing things in their Mm -hmm. world and so you you do that a lot on this on this podcast i think you know a lot of us it's like anything outside of our zone is noise and we have to eliminate that negative noise and the people around us and what we are listening to and what we see and so I just needed to take a step back from social media and readdress it. I totally get that. I think with my job I can't really do that because we're kind of required to have it and be posting and kind of just because it is kind of like a in the public type of job so people are like I'm expected to post on Facebook for my job so I can't really like delete it yeah um but it's true with social media because I I follow this one I'm in this group on Facebook and this girl posted a picture of herself and she goes guys how old do you think I am I took this picture the other day and I realized I saw all these lines on my forehead and I'm wondering like because she's like clearly like I'm very young like i I didn't think I looked this old kind of thing. Meanwhile, this girl has not a line on her head, like on her face. Like she has perfect complexion. So it's like, I feel like social media and like the filters and stuff make it like so that you have this like perfect skin or so now people are so used to seeing that, that if they see even one little line, they're like, oh my God, do I need Botox? It's, <laughs> you become, know? it's so hypersensitive. And yeah. it, it, it definitely is. I think, you know, um, when I have women in their 30s and 40s, like they they get creeped out about talking about their age. Yeah, and it's just like, you know, age age is going to happen, it, it, and it is actually a beautiful thing. It'd be frustrating. I have my one gray that yeah. case, like grays are starting. What the heck? Yeah, I know. It is no. one of those things where you're like, wait, it's happening to me. But I mean, it's better than the alternative. So. It's better than the alternative. <laughs> like you want your you want your body to be used and like to you know you come out of it and right. you're supposed to be wrinkled and I think. It's beautiful. You look at like um, my Nona, Vincenza Gloria Delaquila Pizzolongo. Wow. Like maybe four foot 
four. <laughs> I bet she commands a room like she's just like the sergeant. Yeah. You walk in and there she is. She is the cutest. Like her smile just radiates. Ninety something years old. It just radiates and you know, but she's got the wrinkles and she's you know she's aged. She's lived. She's like lived a right, life. Right, exactly. Like cool. And if you like put a bunch of injection, injections in her face, then she would just look weird. <laughs> yeah. You know, she probably looks gorgeous that she's aging. But I think she that's does. just the society now, especially with all the pictures and having to post your face on social media and like you want everything to look smooth instead of there oh, be yeah. lines. And- it's a lot. It, it's a lot of pressure as I think for women more so than men but i find men can be self-conscious about that totally too. oh yeah you know they're, they're you not feeling a... ripped they don't have the muscles right. showing and you know a lot of us when we kind of dig the guy that's not ripped um i know as much the I, dad bod life i know i'm a fan i love bald and i love the i love the dad bod yeah. i mean it's like you are you gonna spend all your time in the gym it's important to be healthy right it's totally important to be healthy and to exercise Um, But you don't want it to be, like, the person's lifestyle. I mean, some people do. Some women like that life and everything, and that's fine, but not me. I like to drink beer and (laughs) eat pizza. I like to, and I like to cook Italian food, and I want to eat the food that I made because it takes, like, hours. Right, I bet. To make a meal. (laughs) I bet. Um, Did you have, like, when you were a kid, have, like, a dream job? Was there one thing that you always wanted to do or not really? I don't know that was a dream job per se, but my grandfather always had a camcord he worked in and sales and he sold electronics you think in like the 70s or the 80s what electronics were back then Mm -hmm. that's what he did for a living so he got his first camcorder and he always put a microphone in front of me so when we had our big italian family parties that extended out to the carport the whole driveway just invite the neighbors over because it is what it is yeah I would be the announcer for the party. The announcer. This is Laura Pizzolongo, and today is July 4th, 1986, (laughs) and we are here at the Shangri-La among 50 of our closest friends and family. And it's funny because I was born with a neurological disorder, a Tourette syndrome. Oh, really? So I am legitimately a woman who can say, hey, Hannah, maybe winking at you, or maybe I'm not, wouldn't you like to know? Because because I do. I have facial cute. And I think it was so cool that he did that because it it kind of empowered me yeah. to get out there and push. And I did um, talent shows and like I went to speech and debate and oh, that's so great. Was on stage and drama. To like overcome the things that you had to deal with. I yeah. Just, yeah. Because the tics, that's amazing. tics were going to be there regardless. So when I think about what I do now, I do career nights and I facilitate different things and I'm a coach for realtors. So like we have a coaching program you know I get in front of folks and the ticks are happening whether I like it or not I can't yeah. put it in a box on a shelf in the closet it's just going You're to gonna be. not let it define you it doesn't define me right but it comes with me everywhere I go yeah and um so it was the kind of the coolest thing that I pushed myself outwardly to just keep doing what I like to do that's amazing and be among people and um even being hugely introverted, I have to recharge my batteries constantly. Totally, But I'm around people a lot. Which probably keeps you going. It keeps me going. Yeah. It keeps me like not thinking about what my face is doing, what my body's doing. Right. That's great. Um, just, just get out there and because when you feel like passionate about making um, an impact on people and leaving a legacy. Yeah. You just, that's bigger than whatever kind of stuff you have. Of course. Yeah. That's it's great. Than that. Like, when you get empowered and you know you're coming into the studio and, you know, you make an impact on um, the community as well. Because, like, a lot of us are getting in the car 
We're driving across the Buckman. It's gonna, we know <laughs> You're it's stuck gonna, on the bridge. We know we're going to be stuck on the bridge. I have debated sometimes. I think I could kayak across <laughs> the river faster than I could drive across it. And yeah. so what you guys do gives back so much to those of us that we would have had a really stinky morning doing that. That's nice to hear. Yeah. Sometimes I don't even think about that stuff. Like I'm just sitting in this room, like talking about yeah. stuff that, you know, doesn't really matter or is, isn't that important, but it's just, it's lightheartening. Oh, it is. And, and we need that place in the world. Now, what I do professionally per se, isn't always the most lighthearted thing. I'm coaching people right, and holding them accountable and it's tough. And you have to be kind of tough on people. I would imagine yeah, because, yeah. because our ability to help them, um, impart, affects you know their ability to go out there and do the things they need to do to feed their families right and we know that so you have um, to push them I guess right I always try to balance it out though if I'm tough with them I I send a note card so I'm a fan of sending note cards nice I go to Hallmark all the time and buy them so if I know it's like man I was really tough on that on that agent today I was like really they needed it but I make sure that I like do you feel guilty afterwards not anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not, I used beginning. to. I used to feel yeah. a little guilty. But I was like, no, you know what? I was tough. They needed to hear it. I'm not going to be the person that tells somebody something that they want to hear. It doesn't do them any good. Right. Exactly. Um, so how did you get into this? Like you, you did it when you, where you lived before this, right? How'd you, you, so you were real, you were a assistant or a receptionist. I was a receptionist a long, long time and ago. And then you learned kind of your ways. Yeah. I, I, and did you, were you like, okay, now I want to be out in the field. Now I want to be a realtor. I kind of dove in and out for a few years. I, I think military, all of our military um, families, our spouses, like, you know, service members, all that incredible thing that we go through with deployment schedules mm-hmm. and, you know, military transfer, that's really tough. And and so sometimes you have to kind of step, take a step back and go a step forward again professionally oh, okay. because that other person's career serving our country takes precedence a sure. lot of times. So, but I got linked up with my mentor in Virginia and she was a relocation, like corporate relocation and a luxury agent. Okay. And I really learned so much from her. Got my license in my 20s. I was very, very young. I think I was the youngest person in our office. Wow. Okay. And just started absorbing and learning everything from her. Um, and she just was the thing that I was so fascinated by because she was so much older than I was, but she was like this power connector. Right. So you think of like a person that's a power connector, they are influencer. They, people are naturally drawn to them and right. always, con- you know, they reach out to them for help, for resources. Sure. She had that natural ability. And so when I transferred down here to Virginia, I went through a couple of different roles and was offered um, a coaching role, but terrible season of my life. I was still going through my divorce. Right. And you weren't there like mentally. Or not like, there mentally. Yeah. And I appreciate it. And, th- you know, when somebody offers you a challenge and opportunity, take it. Yeah. Take it. Is that something that you regret? Not take taking it. it? I did. Yeah. But it ended up being just bad timing. And right. so I was repurposed to do something else. And it was a blessing in disguise, I think, for everybody. Um, but I always knew, like, this was something I needed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, when you're authentic, people trust you for guidance. Mm-hmm. And you are the type of person that really can help to drive people to reach success Um you know, you can't ignore that. Right. Because people need that in their lives. Um, some do. And I think everybody needs a coach. 
Totally. Um, you know, somebody to help support them and mentors in their life. Did you do the field? Like, did you go out in the field and sell houses and stuff here in Jacksonville or you never I, were at that? No, I okay. did. I did a little bit. I got back into the field and that was my sole intention. Was, okay. Okay. I'm going to go out and sell real estate again actively. Right. And then this opportunity came my way to, you know, work with our brokerage and help support um, the agents and work with helping guide people to make educated decisions about their real estate businesses or whether even to get into the profession to begin with. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's not for everyone. I feel like so many people we were I was actually just talking about this with someone else the other day are starting to be like every time I like feel like, oh. This person's a realtor now. Like, it seems like one of those things that, like, people try out if something else doesn't work out. Some people are very successful with it, and some people aren't. Like you said, it works for some people and doesn't for others. It, it, that's absolutely right. I've seen, um, I think I met somebody that it was, like, their fourth career. Yeah. So, and, like, and what, how do you, like, what is it about that industry you think that people are, like, just trying something new? I or? think, um you know, being able to control your financial goals, your financial yeah. goals, your time freedom. Time freedom is important to a lot of folks as a second career. Yeah. They they've or come who have from families and stuff and want to be able to like work their schedules around their absolutely. kids. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. To be able to have a morning where you can take your kids up and trust that when you have customers to work with, you do have to, you know, work around them. Absolutely. Um, when when those needs are there, especially when the market conditions are tough, you got to get them out in the field and yes, get them out seeing homes and, and be timely. But there is an element of being able to control what hours you work. Yeah, and sure. That's so, very attractive to people that have worked at like a nine to five, eight to six for sitting many. at a desk and being yeah. like, yeah, making your own schedule and being able to go drive around and show people houses. I, I guess I get it. Like, and there's a but that. The majority of what you do is very much administrative on the back end, the researching and the reports and Don't the training. Don't you like do cold calls and stuff, like call people and just be like... We do. Yeah. But when you become a power connector and you get to a point in your career where you've been doing it a while, it's incredible because you can actually... People are contacting you. Right. You, it's it's all in the relationship. This is very much... It's... It, outside of the house selling, it's a relationship business. Totally, and, and you want a, someone to feel like someone trusts you, and they have to like you, know you, trust you, and yeah. think of you as an expert. Totally, like, that's, the, that's the magic that has to happen. It seems like a hard, honestly, it seems like such a hard job. That's why I was asking that question because it seems like something that doesn't seem like you just clock in and clock out. Kind of seems like one of those you things don't. that you are like thinking about all the time or having to text people all the time or email or whatever. Because I've been looking, my boyfriend and I have been looking for a house for a while now. It's like the, I feel like the, uh, the real estate is just insane and we want to yeah. live at the beach. So that's another problem that's, it's very expensive, <laughs> obviously, because mm-hmm. it's the beach. But right now it seems like even higher than normal. Like, because everyone says like it's a, seller's market like everybody wants to buy right now yeah it's a, a little bit of a shift and and there's seasonality too so what's going on at the beaches can be totally different from what's going on in clay county oh okay like kids have gone back to school so right there's always changes and it can be a demanding career it's really gratifying though too i helped earlier in the year to um veterans that i think they both were in their 40s they've never bought a home before because they were transferring constantly oh okay and so, that makes sense yeah help them get into their first homes ever and that was really satisfying to get to the end of that journey and like i wanted to tear up yeah seeing them, their kids like knowing their kids were going to run around and have like roots and yeah. And planning on retiring here in Jacksonville. There's a huge amount of people that we come 
Like, I'm still here. I'm single. I don't have family here. Why am I still in Jacksonville? And it's just such a great community. There's so much to do. Yeah. Uh, what would you say your favorite part is about your job? Oh, man. We had a graduation a couple of weeks ago. And there was a new a uh, new realtor that um, at the end of the three months, she closed two transactions. And she, you know, what was most impactful wasn't her production and what she built, you know, what she accomplished business-wise, but her confidence. Okay, just watching that happen. Watching her bloom and come into her own. She had never owned a business in her life. Yeah. And, you know, when I started out, I always ask people, I like to measure things like scale of one to 10. Sure. With 10 being whatever. And I think she was like a two or so when she started out. And by the time she graduated, she actually did a Facebook Live, I think, and uploaded on, you know, a testimonial and talking about what she got out of the program. And that meant so much to me. That, like, makes it, I looked at my co-facilitator and I said, and that's why we do what we do. Right. And that's gratifying for you because then you feel like you're actually impacting someone's life. Absolutely. Yeah. Making money, you know, you spend money to get education and to go through training that takes time takes you away from other things right and some people are working other jobs while they're doing that going through that process but you know seeing her confidence um, increase in working with customers was wow and it's funny because our co-facilitator and I like I've always been a mother hen figure right (laughs) even when I was in the Navy I was an ombudsman for squadron so I was a mother hen to hundreds of oh that's um, awesome of families and the single sailors also and um, they'd have homecomings and I always had to hug all the single sailors and welcome welcome you home Um, but yeah seeing like what people have accomplished at the end of it like that works that yeah that connects and makes me feel really energized yeah of course do you have any advice for people who are maybe like out on the hunt for the first time trying to buy or like yeah first time home buyers oh. or I mean I know the yeah. market's a little bit all over the place like I said is there do is there like hope it's gonna get easier for people trying to buy or do you feel like you just never know step step number one it for sure get a qualified realtor mm-hmm. that is educated on the market conditions and really understands um, what you're trying to accomplish. Right. And get a pre-approval. If mm-hmm. you need financing, getting that pre-approval is really important right First now. First thing to do, yeah. Yeah, because, um, and working in, in with that um, realtor okay. as well, because, you know, you need to understand what your financing options are. There's a lot of things that are part of that There's process. so much. I, we've been doing it for so long, and I still, there's still so much I, like, don't understand. And buyer. <laughs> it's you can confusing. Get buy, you can get buyer fatigue. Yeah, it is. After and there's, like, while. different kinds of loans, and then there's, like, which loan will be better for this specific house, and then, like, all those different offers are on here. Like, what do you want to do? How high do you want to go? It's, like... It requires a tremendous amount of patience. I always say that the relationship between the customer and the agent, I mean, you're really so connected with them for that whole period of time you come out of it. A lot of times you feel, it it feels almost like a loss when you close a transaction and you realize you're not talking to your customer all the time because you are so connected with them. Right. You know, it's like, man, we were in the trenches for so long. Right. You become close with someone. Yeah. I came back from a conference one time and, and the one, he came on the market and I think it was like almost, I mean, it was dusk, 
it was almost to the point where the lockbox that would expire and not open. Oh gosh. And I scooted over and I showed him a property. And it's like, we think back on those experiences with our folks of when we were really in the trenches. And with like them. about to lose up hope, lose hope. <laughs> Losing. Yeah. Oh, we always want to keep hope alive. Yeah, but, I know. <laughs> you know, you can, you can really do that. So patience is really important right now, especially to buyers, um, you know, that are in that first time home buyer market because totally. there's just, you know, the inventory isn't as generous right now. And there is some element of, of competition and totally. Yeah. So you have 100%. to be, have backup plans, have a backup plan for your backup plan, be patient, <laughs> yeah. have a quality person working for you and, and get a pre-approval. And, and, and when they say that, you know, that's really one of the first steps, just understand that that financing option is and understanding that's really important. Right. So since you're not always in the field now, like your, 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 um, duties kind of shifted, what would you say is like the day in the life for you? Like, what are you doing specifically? Oh, it's different. Different every, every day. Okay. I love it. I, you know, some people, they like that consistency of I'm doing the same thing every day. I know what my schedule is. Mine's completely different. Right. You know, keeps you guessing. <laughs> yeah. And one day a week I could be coaching another day, um, at meetings like, um, next week I'm a facilitator for, um, a special masterminding shit. Uh, idea sharing camp that we're doing. Oh, cool. Um, okay. So it's always company. different. It's always different. That's exciting, but it gives me some flexibility also to be there for my kids and have the social life that I want to have. Totally. Um, spend time. One thing that's really fun is that our industry, um, we play and work together. So right. you guys are all friends yeah. and you can go hang out. My closest friends, I just got a call from one, um, yesterday and she was talking about wanting to hike and not hike per se but like go to different parks and there's a florida cavern evidently i've never been to before and i thought in that moment i was like gosh you know outside of real do i have any friends that aren't i know i do but that's okay though yeah Yeah. we just have fun together we we're always out doing things that's awesome um do you have any advice for other working women who maybe would like to kind of advance in their career like you get i feel like you give hope to people who didn't who kind of don't really know what they want to do and also haven't been to college like there's an option for you you don't have to just like oh absolutely i think um you're always like, I think I really feel strongly. You're one to two degrees away from the people that you need to be in relationship with to mm-hmm. help you. And I say this in the most authentic way possible, not meaning just be in relationship with people that you wouldn't normally want to talk with. Right. But really being strategic in your time, um, getting to know others that are in the industry um, uh that you want to be in what are you wanting to accomplish getting a mentor there's lots of people in different industries that are willing to mentor did there's actually on linkedin this is really cool there's like a career um link that people like me can turn on where people can ask real um ask advice about careers oh really So one lady messaged me late last night and she was like you know, I used to do this and now I'm doing that and I'm not quite sure how I can hop back in because I was doing something totally different for two years. Oh. And so I had her email resume. I was like, I'll look at your resume. Let me see if I can help brainstorm. But I actually know some people in that industry that I could, you know, send her resume to to take a look at. Right. And maybe see if we can get her some help or some guidance. And so that's a great resource for people that are wanting to like switch industries or do that 
right doing a call out on social media even somebody knows somebody that's it's doing all about the what connections. you want to do yeah it's all about relationships and connections totally to do that because you might be just a couple of educational classes to sharpen a skill that doesn't require going to college just to sharpen a skill that's necessary to do something that you want to do right a hundred percent what about you like where can people get in touch with you if they want to take one of your classes or whatever they want to do social media do you have all of that absolutely so if they're interested in a career in real estate they can visit exit real estate gallery on facebook okay or online and they okay. can connect with me there um or they can message me through facebook laura Pizzolongo. Is it your business Hunter. account or just your normal? It's my normal okay. account. I just you don't mind real estate life work integration. It's just all the same. Might as well. Pot. Yeah. Any Instagram or anything like that, or people can follow. I'm me? on LinkedIn. Oh, okay, so folks LinkedIn. Can message me on LinkedIn, or they can follow me on Facebook, or message me through there. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Laura, thank you so much for coming thank on Babecast. This was fun. Thank you.